All right. Well, hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee. And it's oh, so excited. Janet's excited. Betty's excited. Y'all are all excited. We've got dancing going on. All right. Carrie's like ready to attack. I'm here for this energy. So um, I'm really, I am excited to be here. I just got back from Las Vegas. Um, I taught at GoPro. I don't know if any of you were on there. And I'm going to talk tonight about uh, recruiting mindset. And this is something that I think is so important because it really is that. It is a mindset. It is a decision. It is deciding to take control of your life and of your business and and making that decision to grow. Um, and the reason I say that is, is I actually want to beep, beep, back it up for a second here and just be the one to throw myself on a sword and tell you that when I started in my party plan business a decade ago in January, I cannot believe that, by the way. I cannot believe that my um, 10-year anniversary is January, what is it, January 7th? January 7th, that to me is crazy, okay? So I cannot, I can hardly believe that, but January 7th is my 10-year anniversary and party plan, and I did not want to be a recruiter. I did not want to be a recruiter. So how many of you on here are like, oh, sister, that's me. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, thank you for your honesty, Okay, thank you for your honesty. A lot of people aren't honest about that, but we had Anne-Marie being honest. Um, Rhonda was being honest with us. I'm just going to tell you. Um, and a lot of times I think that it's necessary that I say something like that because I was looking at recruiting like another full-time job. Okay? And then I had a conversation with a upline of mine. She was like many, many levels above me. And she just said, Jesse Lee. She's like, Jesse Lee, has this opportunity changed your life at all? And so I would ask you the same question. Has this opportunity changed your life at all past eyelashes and makeup? Okay. Has this opportunity changed your life? Are you more confident? Are you happier? Do you have friendships, relationships in the middle of quarantine? Are you like, girl, I am like on fire though. I am feeling some type of way. Like I have, I have friends. I'm not alone. Like I've, I got a hobby. I've got an income. I've got whatever. Right. And so I say that to all of you as your friend who says, that was me, okay? That was me. I was that person. I didn't want to do it. And then I took the notes and I wrote them down and I said, oh my gosh, like, if my life has been changed at this level, then whose life also needs to be changed? And so that's really where it starts to slip into where is the mindset? What is the mindset? Can y'all hear me okay, by the way? I'm having like major technology issues lately. So I've got this like uh, box popping up that says force quit applications. Like it's a, it's a whole thing going on over here, all right? But you have to have that, that in your mind where it's not just about the money or it's not just about the cars or the trips or whatever it is. It's got to be more. Okay. And as soon as you get there in your heart, that's actually when the recruiting happens. You become a powerful number one recruiter in the world. Honest to God, I swear to all of you by being a heart centered leader. So if you're somebody who's like, you know, I don't know, am I going to be spammy or scammy or whatever it is? And you're so nervous about recruiting. I just want to be your friend that tells you you're genuinely changing people's lives. Don't worry about the people on the internet. Don't worry about the people on TikTok. Don't worry about the people on Instagram. Don't worry about the naysayers. Um, understand that first of all. All right. So the second thing that changed in my mind is I actually have a question for you. If you are a retailer, like if you are good at sales, will you drop a yes in the chat for me? 
if you're somebody who you're like, man, I can sell, I can sell, I can do it, I can move the product, I can do it. Tracy's like, I can do it. Darcy can do it, right? Cynthia, Tecla, Tara, or Tara, I'm not sure which, right? Kristen or Jen, Anne Marie, y'all can sell. Okay, then I want to be the one to tell you that all recruiting is, is selling, but it's, you're selling something very different. That's kind of like a, ooh, that kind of changes your mind a little bit, right? Ooh, <laughs> right? And I needed to know that. I needed to know that when I started because I was good at retailing. I was passionate about the products I was selling. I got excited selling the quick, the quick income or whatever, right? Like the quick cash in pocket is what it really felt like. I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but that's what it felt like to me. I felt like, oh, I can track that. Oh, I can control that. And so I'm saying to you, it's the same thing because as much as it doesn't seem like the same thing, you're still just selling. You're still just selling. And the other part of that is I want you to know, no, you know what? You might not make, like, I don't know how your compensation plan is set up, okay? But you might not make the same amount of money when you're recruiting. Like, I don't know what the bonuses are. But I want you to start thinking in your mind, what is the long-term success you can have if you do become a recruiter, if you do become somebody who changes people's lives, if you do become somebody who's super passionate about that? Because I'm looking right now at my business, and I am top retailer in our company too, okay? I'm selling, and I don't say anything ever to impress you guys, just so you know that's just not me. I don't need to be on here bragging about whatever. I sell over $200,000 a month personally in sales, okay? I'm a monster. But let me tell you something. The long end of what's happening is teaching people to sell the $300 a month, the $500 a month, the $2,000 a month, the $10,000 a month, whatever it is that they want, putting money in their pockets and seeing the long-term effects of that. Because as powerful as I am on my own, and some of you on here are little monsters too, I'm sure. Maybe it's Kara. I don't know, maybe it's Donna, right? Maybe it's Janet. You're so good at selling. People don't really talk about the big retailers. Matter of fact, I know somebody that in the profession, not in my company or anything, but she crushes me. You know, she's selling probably $400,000 a month in personal sales, totally different company. You don't know her name. Like if I, if I told you her name, you would not know her name. Because she's not having a lasting effect. Does that make sense? It's not to say that everything you do has to be for legacy, but I will tell you, if some of those people were people that she was selling a business opportunity for and putting Christmases under trees and Hanukkah for kids and Kwanzaa and whatever else has gifts in the holiday season, that effect, that ripple effect is what people talk about. So you, you can talk about personal sales all day long, but for me, recruiting, it just, it sets my heart on fire. For me, knowing the team sells $8 million a month, right? That's cool to me. Like that's fire to me. That excites me because the ripple effect is so much further than just this little like pod of personal people that I'm able to, to, to affect. And so if any of you can relate to me, I know there's a lot of women on the call. So if you can relate to me where it's that heart centered, like, I just want to, I just want to help the babies. That's me all day. Then I'm going to tell you the way you help the babies is by giving the moms gas for the car. The way you help the babies is by helping the parents pay for daycare. If you want to help the babies, then bring the mamas home.
you know? And so if you're in that mindset of like, oh gosh, but I heard it's, you know, some people don't succeed. Okay. But some people don't succeed in anything, but at least offer the opportunity. Does that kind of, do some of you feel like put a yes in the chat if you're feeling like the pressure kind of melt away a little bit? Because I know people don't try to recruit a lot of the time. They don't even, you don't even have the conversation because you're so worried that somebody's going to fail. I, I feel like I'm talking to like the emotional people on here. Like I feel like you're my sisters. So like I battle with that. I still to this day, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I recruit them, what if they don't do well? Right. But what if they do? Like you've got to get in that heart centered space and you got to stay there. You've got to stay there. When I'm bringing somebody in the business, I just think to myself, okay, if I coach them, if I teach them, if I train them, if I love them, I'm at least giving them a shot. I'm at least helping them, right? Nobody feels bad about if somebody says, oh, I want to go to uh, real estate school. I want to get my real estate license. I want to take my test. I want to spend the however many, I don't even know. I know it's like thousands of dollars. I want to spend the thousands of dollars in the course and then the hundreds just to take the test just to be a real estate agent. Nobody gets mad, right? But did you know 90% of real estate agents never sell a house? That's a real life statistic. 90% of real estate agents never sell a house. But nobody feels guilty about when They've encouraged their child to go to real estate academy or whatever. I don't know what it would be called. You know, I don't have a license, but nobody feels bad about that. So what about the people on here whose lives have genuinely been changed by the opportunity that if you never took the leap of faith, you didn't take the leap of faith, then you wouldn't have the Christmas or holiday season or whatever that you're going to have. And so I say that because everything in your business, not just recruiting, if this is a recruiting mindset call, it's not just recruiting. Everything starts here. Okay. Well, not really my head. It would be your head. Okay. These six inches or maybe eight inches. I've got a big old head over here. All right. Big old noggin, lots of brains in here. All right. But I'm going to tell you, everything starts here. What you believe you can absolutely conceive. It begins in your mind, but you have to believe it. You have to see it and you have to go after it. So how many of you, I'm out of, I'm curious, how many of you have goals for 2021? Like, give me a yes, a hand up or something. Yes. Okay. Now, what kind of goals do you have? You know, do you have the goals of, is it an income goal? Probably, right? Is it a rank goal? Probably. I would encourage you to think differently too. I would encourage you to set the actual number of recruits you want to build, bring into the business. Something I used to do religiously at the beginning of every single year is I had a thermometer. Like, I'm so, I'm not fancy. I don't know if you can tell with my attire right now, okay? Like, I'm actually matching Karabaski like 100% right now. I feel like we are soul sisters at the moment, okay? So, like, I would go to CVS, right, or like the grocery store, and I would go get a poster board because I am Ogeto like that, and I would draw like with a marker, a thermometer. Okay. Like this is me. And I would put my sales goal in the middle, but then on the, on the, on the sides, I would draw lines. Like I got really fancy and I would get a ruler and I would literally write out lines and then I would number them one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like you can visually see this, right? You've got the thermometer on both sides. You're seeing that all the way down. So if you want to be a recruiter, I need you to see it every day. 
Because I want you to physically feel what it feels like to bring Betty into business and write Betty Roulette on a line. I want you to know, I want you to see how good it feels. Michelle Zurakowski on a line. Yeah, I, I crushed that, didn't I? You're impressed. Good, good girl. Okay, she's like, holy crap. No one's, all right, let's try this one. Oh, Melissa's like, try it, try it. Look, I know, okay. Uh, Kanitsky? Close, close. Okay, so I mean, at least it was a, like an honest try. But like, it feels good. It feels good to write those names down. It feels good to know you are, you are changing people's lives. It feels good to put yourself out there and set those big goals. And you know what? Maybe you don't fill up all 100 lines or 20 lines or 80 lines or 2,000 lines. I don't know how many recruits you're trying to have. But keeping that front of mind keeping that right here in front of you and then being able to take that pen, take that pencil. I have, how is it possible? I don't have a pen near me. I don't believe that for a second there. I was just taking notes. It's gotta be around here somewhere. Taking that actual pen and writing those names. I, it might sound cuckoo, but also for me, when I'm writing those names down, thank you. When I'm writing those names down, I'm setting intentions for them. Like those of you who are like, man, I just want people to win. Okay, well, when you're writing Kayla Lutz, I want you to think about Kayla. You know what I mean? I want you to think about how much success she's going to have. I want you to think about her babies. I want you to think about her goals. I want you to put the pen to the paper and actually feel it. Feel it. Because you've heard this before, okay? You've heard this before, what I'm about to say. People don't care what you know until they know how much you care. So when you're bringing people into business, are you, are you thinking about Carrie? Are you thinking about Donna? Are you thinking about what they actually want or is it all about you? Because if it is all about you, it's another part of the reason why you're having difficulty bringing people into business because everybody knows that doesn't feel good. Everybody knows that. So I want you to go into this mindset. I want you to go into the mindset of what is the value your business adds? What is the value your business adds to your life? It doesn't have to just be financial. That's amazing if it's financial. But I told you, what are the things your company's done for you? What has Tori Bell done for you? Okay, but I want you to start to look at all the value that you as a person can add. And don't you dare, okay? It's the end of the year, new year, new you. Don't you dare go into the worthiness issues, okay? Now is not the time, okay? Now is not the time to say, I don't know how to coach. I don't know how to train. Look, there are clearly systems or else we would not be on a call. Your leader, whoever your leader was, like, I know who it was, okay, it was Tracy. Like, I know, all right, Tracy's like, I'm getting number on. There are, you, you have a leader who cares about you, period. She emailed me. She's like, I want you on this call. Okay. You have some kind of systems in place. That's a recruiting point. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like you don't have to know everything. That's the beauty of teams. That's the beauty of network marketing. That's the beauty of what I like to call layered leadership. If everything on this call is rolling up to Tracy, who clearly knows what she's doing, everyone's in good hands. You don't have to go into a self-deprecating, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not talented enough, I'm too new, I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm not enough this, I'm whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't care if you're four minutes in business. You're on a team that's winning. 
You're on a team that's winning. So what is the level of success? What is the value that you could give to somebody's life that doesn't have to directly feel like you? So those of you who are in that mindset of, oh God, oh God, oh God, you've got something to give. Every single one of you has something you can give. So hack your mindset around that, okay? The next thing that has definitely definitely changed recruiting for me is just seeing um, seeing the fact of the matter that you need to think about the actual leads, not so much the closes. And a lot of you are probably sitting here, you're like, but I fail all the time. People tell me no all the time. I promise you I fail. I use that term a little loosely, but I fail more than you guys do every day. The amount of no's I hear, unbelievable. I fail so much, as a matter of fact, I can't follow you back on Instagram if you do. I can't message, I can message you. I can't follow you. I can't click like. I can't comment back, okay? I'm in Facebook jail because I'm sending so many messages to try to connect with people. I'm in TikTok jail. Can't TikTok you back, right? Like, I'm over here like 1999, you got mail, okay? I'm over here like, I'm gonna figure it out. And some of you, I don't know your businesses, but this is on my heart, so it's somebody. It was too easy at the beginning. Hear me on this, okay? For some of you, it was too easy at the beginning. It was like, you'd say, oh my gosh, we got magnetic lashes. And people are like, oh, heavens to Betsy, yes. Okay, I look hideous, I'm quarantined, give it to me. They didn't ask you any questions. And the problem with that is you don't learn when everything is success. Because... You start to read your own press clippings. It's normal. I want you to start looking at those failures when you're trying to recruit as gifts from God. Like all of these no's, 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 no's. Those no's are teaching you things. When somebody says no, don't be so scared to ask why. Don't be so scared to find out, hey, yeah, I totally understand. I'm just kind of curious. What would make you open to this? right? What, how, how could I have done that better? That might sound so weird, but I do want to know if I pitch you and it's whack. Tell me like Darcy, talk to me. What did I do? Like, I'm just trying to get better. It's okay. It's a no, but can you please tell me what would have made that better for you? Because I'm new in my business and I'm scared in my business and, uh, I need to figure out how this works. So many people just sit in the fear And they're so scared to find out how to do something that they self-sabotage everything. People will tell you, hey, I just didn't like that. It felt like a really cold message. It felt like there was no personalization to it. It felt like you were just probably sending that to a lot of people. And you can go, oh, oh, that's exactly what I was doing. Okay, Um, well, before I keep cold messaging people, let me uh, change this really quickly, right? All of those things can, can build you up to be the recruiter you want to be. But some of you need to have those conversations. And those no's are never going to kill you anyway. You're just failing forward. And then, yes, you will get really good. There's going to come a day where if you keep going through the no's, people are just going to be like, yes, yes, yes. And you'll think back on the conversations when it was a disaster and you'll laugh. You'll think back on the times when, like, this is a real talk. This is how my first recruiting conversations went. Oh, hey, Kisa was my first recruit ever. Hey, Kisa, what's up, girl? She's like, hey. I'm like, so we are going to get rich. 
And so there's this company that I don't even know what we're doing, but I just, yeah, like, listen, we're going to do it and we're going to get rich. So are you in or are you in? And she was like, what the heck? Like, yeah, whatever. Terrible pitch. Very non-compliant. Don't suggest it. But I was excited. Okay. And as I evolved and as I learned, I got better just like you will. But I will tell you the number one thing you've got to have if you want to have success in recruiting, and I know I'm already over time, you've got to have energy. Where is your passion in this business? Because maybe I don't even know what I'm talking about, but you sure seem alert. Y'all seem to think that I am telling the truth right now. And it's because of my conviction. I am telling the truth, by the way. But like, it's because of the way I speak. It's because I say it like I know what I'm talking about. And so if you go into this, even if you don't know what you're talking about, even if you're a walking, talking disaster, people follow, write this down. Okay. If you're writing nothing else down, people, y'all, I can see all your fingers going like this. So I know you are, but people follow people that know where they're going. Okay. You don't need to have success to have people want to follow you. I have a trophy. I like to pull it up on recruiting calls, but like, I don't know. It's not, it's usually in this room. It's not here. I got, I was the number one recruiter in my first year in business, in my first company, when I was literally in poverty, living in a basement. That's the truth. But I was so sure about where I was going that my level of passion and conviction in how I spoke made the Hollies and Taras and um, Leahs and Sandys and Cassandras of the world go, huh, well, she's kind of selling the dream looking like a nightmare right now, but uh, <laughs> this girl seems to know she's going places. So that's going to be the bus that I'm going to go ahead and board. When they could have joined all the other top earners and they could have joined all the people with the fancy cars and fancy bags and fancy shoes and fancy clothes and fancy whatever, they joined me. I was a mess, but I knew where I was going and I knew where I was going to take people. And so tonight, that's all I want you to do. The recruiting mindset is not about how much information you know. It's about the level of conviction in which you deliver your message. Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 289 of the show. Super, super exciting on this Thursday, Thursday. This is a episode all on recruiting mindset. And I'm in a special Instagram hell right now. So I can't comment back. I can't click like back. But if you guys can keep li- living and loving all my stuff, I can at least pin your comments. So I do appreciate you, but I cannot comment back until the 22nd of December. So luckily not too far away. At any rate, I want to give a lot of thanks and appreciation for making this the number 10 entrepreneurial podcast in the world. Y'all are the best. I want to take a moment to thank you for your subscriptions and your shares and your reviews because that's why we are so highly rated. So thanks so much, guys. It really does mean a ton to me that you take the time to go over and leave those reviews. And I do read literally every single one. So again, thank you. Um, I've been uploading a ton on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, so make sure you follow me on all the platforms. If you want me to do a training for your team like I did for this team, all you need to do is email askjessielee at gmail.com, and we can get it set up. You just need at least 30 people, um, 30 people at a time on the live, and I will train you on any topic you want. Today's reviewer of the show 
is 10 twerk <laughs> 1987 Jesse Lee, thank you a million. Five stars. Jesse Lee, you have totally changed me at the way I look at things. I've learned so much from you. You inspire me every day. I absolutely love listening to your podcast. Please keep them coming. XOXO, Laura A. I will keep them coming every single day, so make sure you do subscribe. Screenshot this when you find something valuable in it and upload it to your Instagram story. Tag me, tag some friends, and I will definitely reshare several of them. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Enjoy episode 289 of the show.